0: Polyhedron is a production of Headcannon Games, LLC. Please bookmark Headcannon Games for the latest in Polyhedron news. Polyhedron is sponsored by listeners like yourself. If you'd like to become a patron of Polyhedron, please go to patreon.com polyhedron. Now on with your show. Hello and welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG related. I am your host, as always, Matthew, and with me are my two co-hosts, Ryan.
1: I'm just going to keep the conversation going that you, you know, shushed me out of. And Scott,
2: yeah, and the thing about Locke's backstory that they reveal in the, in the near the end of the book, holy it's not,
1: shit! It's now a gentleman bastards podcast, guys.
0: <laughs> we could start one if you really wanted to, but yeah. we'll talk later about no, that. No, we need to wait
2: until book four is out.
1: Yeah, it's, fair we, enough. You know, and, and in Trump, about twenty years, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trump won't even be president. Right? Yeah, the world may have been ended by the time Thorn of Ember Lane comes out. Yeah, look it up, guys. Gentlemen, bastards, here. It's us go read it. It's whatever. Um, well,
0: hello everyone, and welcome back to Polyhedron. That was an incredible interview that we had. Uh, Ross Watson is a really cool guy.
2: Absolutely, uh, that was really cool. I liked. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what they do with the. The new 40k stuff. I'm yep.
0: enticed. I, I will keep everyone delightfully appraised of all of that. I promise. I'll probably get back. Re- I don't think they're doing a Kickstarter, but Ooh. if they are, I'll let everyone know.
2: You know, in this day and age, that's a bold move. Well,
0: they got a. It's, it's Games Workshop. It's, yeah, true. It's, they it's a very well established the RPG that.
2: company. <laughs> They got that board gaming money. Um, so Matt, are
1: you gonna you gonna run that starter box for us? I could.
0: I absolutely could. We'll I need to learn on, about, we'll about, about the Imperium
1: that. of Man. I need to learn about the Emperor. Bring them into
0: your hearts and lives because the Emperor saves all. The Emperor
2: isn't good, Ryan. The Emperor is necessary.
1: Uh,
0: that's hundred oh. percent true. <laughs> but, I see. But Tell not, me more. <laughs> but not to rehash stuff that we've already talked about. Go back to our previous episode. Uh, in all honesty, though, we are recording this before we, that episode is released. So we're not exactly sure what the feedback's like, but I'm sure it's going to be excellent because it's a, it's a fantastic episode. It's a real good video. episode. Yeah. You should, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it.
1: I listened to it, and I enjoyed it, <laughs> except for listening to my own voice, which I hate.
2: It's always weird. It's always
0: weird. Uh-huh. I'm just now kind of getting used to hearing my own voice, but still it's a little bit twinchy. But anyways, how is everyone doing?
2: Doing good. Uh, as the recording of this podcast, la- the weekend previous was Garden of Destinies, mm-hmm. uh, which is LARP that Matthew and I play. Uh, really good. Uh, good story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mechanics are coming together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and good some good fights.
0: Yeah, they're in the middle of their year zero playtest years, so there's little things in flux. But things, story-wise, are very good, and I'm, I'm looking forward to year one, which will start after the new year, and that will be the beginning of their normal Everyday campaign, yeah, straight out campaign,
1: yeah. Um, what have you been up to, Ryan? I played through all of Dishonored again. I, I need to get Dishonored too. Uh, at Scott's, you know, prodding, mm-hmm. I did in fact play through all the DLCs. It was my own version of role playing because <laughs> I, I man. did, I did in fact, you know, put myself, it tried to put myself in the head of Corvo and Dow and just kind of like, what's my motivation this time around for doing the high chaos or the low mm-hmm. chaos run through? Which I, I appreciate. I, I, I think both of them were. Uh, they're just really, really good They are content. really good. Yeah. I actually
2: just finished honor 2 last night, um, which is also very good. Um, it expands the world uh, and uh, gives you some context for some things. And I'm really looking forward to playing uh, Death of the Outsider, uh, which may be the last thing they do in that universe, depending uh, on it, how things shake out.
0: I doubt it will be the last thing, but it will probably be the last thing for a while. If they if, Maybe. they if they go where they, I think they could go with that story.
1: I mean, I you know, it, it the, the 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 world itself kind of begs for like something else to be done with it. There's so mm-hmm. much stuff, and like the the metaphysics of the world are so neat and stuff like that.
2: Well, it, it uh, like I said, the, the, these two haven't played Dishonored two, so I'm I'm not gonna say some things. Mm-hmm. We'll, um, we'll have an entire episode. You, over you find it. something out in the de- in the course of playing Dishonored two that makes you question some assumptions about the world
0: oh my yeah that's intriguing um what do we got going on recently in the news
2: um the alpha rules for changeling the dreaming by night studios larp uh dropped um and they're very similar to what we've seen before in Mm -hmm. werewolf and vampire uh, which is a good thing um i looked through it briefly uh, looking, th- i basically like, I basically look through like the banality and the glamour rules and all that just to kind of get a, get a, get a taste of what it's about.
1: Okay. I mean, I always like, I mean, I changed, I played the lost. Yeah. Like, so I don't know much about the dreaming. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I came to it a little later.
2: Well, changing the dreaming and changing the lost, like they are two different ways of looking at things. Uh, and you know, changing the lost is very much about being an abuse victim, uh, which is kind of a universal thing. Yeah, Uh, like everyone can at least get their head around that.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: And I've read articles and sort of you know in my own analysis of changing the dreaming, um, and you know I'm saying this as a as a straight white guy, I kind of think you need to be queer to really get um, changing the dreaming.
1: Watch, we have been doing this for forty-five episodes, and that's going to be the statement that gets us like a bunch of emails. Well,
2: like, <laughs> oh, maybe I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I, you know, that's my that's my take on it, and I'm not saying that in any way as a, as a negative. Uh, I just think that that narrative and the way that world works um, syncs up so uh, so completely with having to hide with having to hide who you are. Right. Um, with ha- with you know being able to you know pass for normal, quote-unquote, and the world and yourself being out of sync.
1: And there's a lot of hostility if you break that. You yeah, know, exactly. And like,
0: in, in, in from both directions, too, mm-hmm. uh, in the, how the dreaming works and how the banal, real mundane world mm-hmm. works and how you interact with it. Um, and like, like Scott said, it's not a bad thing. It just it gives you extra insight into the nature and the perspectives of a character we probably there's, have.
2: There's so much synchronicity between those experiences, at least as far as I understand, uh, being the most normal and white, quote unquote normal, uh, let's say, boring. Boring, yes. yes. Boring boring of, of, uh, of personal identities.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and But if you do have uh, emails you wish to send us, it's polyhedronpodcast at gmail.com
1: for all right. free. All right, fang bangers. Let's get down to the main. Yeah, things. yeah. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. That Indeed. was our
0: news for now. I'm sure we're going to have more next episode. But for this episode is that the full alpha rules were released at Gen Con for Vampire 5th Edition 75 from White Wolf. pages. Yep,
2: yep. You can get it through worldofdarkness.com. It's free. It's free. Uh, although I heard there's been some issues with their their storefront. Um, it's a,
0: Okay, I'm going to say, trying to find this download thing was a bit of a pain in the ass. I,
1: okay, if you want to do it, you go to worldofdarkness.com, you say you sign up, yep. you go to your inventory, uh, when once you log in, and then you just do what one might naturally do by clicking an, a series of buttons to download yeah, it. It, That's yeah, how you do it. it,
2: it, it it's, it's not a, intuitive. It's a little convoluted. Oh, believe
1: me, just searching, like, don't try to Google how to do it. <laughs> just go to worldofdarkness.com and that'll get you on the road. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. It, it, it took me a minute to f- find them and that was that was my first I was, Word, I was at
1: work. I was at work when you were like, you can sign up and download. And I'm like, Matt, you're a fucking liar. How do I do this? <laughs> just give me a link or something.
2: Yeah. Well, I think they want to keep track of, like, who has like how many people are, are looking at it. And that's right. understandable. Yeah, they need but metrics.
1: Data's we've good.
2: talked about this before. We talked about it when the pre-alpha rules came out. Mm-hmm. And I, uh,
1: man, they, 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 they worked it, it over.
2: They did some significant changes. That, I mean, the core of it is still very uh, familiar. To, well, it's,
1: it's a White Wolf game. It's a White Wolf you game. You add that, that number to that number, you roll that many dice, and yep. success, is the, well, okay, success is six in this case, yeah. which is... You know, the standard little, target little, number. That was a little more forgiving. It's uh, a little more forgiving than uh, new WOD. Uh,
2: but the, everything that we heard about the all the issues that we ha- we and other people had brought up, uh, had most certainly got to work over. Yes, uh, yeah. They removed, they removed the cringy stuff. Uh, and they actually did a lot of work. Like, they did a the actual, pretty major overhaul, uh, overhaul on the compulsion We understand system.
1: how the game works now. <laughs> like, yeah. we kind of understand how the actual game would be played. You can play the game based mm-hmm. off the book that was, you yes. know, that they're giving out.
2: Uh, so, well, if you're a gang girl, a Nostratu or a Bruja. Right, right, yeah.
1: right. Yeah, 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 You have, but the rules are there for you. Yeah,
2: yeah. You can play a vampire. Yep,
0: yeah. and so that people understand if you listen to uh, a few episodes ago when we actually talked about the pre-alpha uh, stuff, all its core stuff is mostly there. Mm-hmm. Uh, target numbers, stresses, totally all that. They added the biggest thing is they added humanity and clarified more about hunger. That was the yeah, two they, biggest they, they, things. They
2: overhauled the, the compulsions and how they put a lot more meat on the bones mm-hmm. and they took a lot of the bad shit out. Also,
1: I, do, I don't know if in the pre-alpha it was made clear that the player chooses the compulsion in which they undergo. I
2: think, I don't know
1: which I. Uh,
0: to clarify, because I looked that one over, um, it specifically states that a player may choose, or if they feel comfortable, the st may choose which one they take.
1: Right, but in terms of the reading of it, it's like you get first crack if you're fea- yeah. if you have a specific one in mind, which I think is actually kind of nice because at at that juncture you have like you have a little four, bit... you have like four choices. Um, mm-hmm. you know, one or two based off of you know your your clan, and then a couple of baseline ones, mm-hmm. and even it, yeah, it's a little more forgiving. They've also uh, I I. I think they clarified critical success and failure. Yes, they did.
0: First let's before we hop on to the critical success failure chart. The compulsion stuff one of the cool caveats is if you have a compulsion currently and you get another one, mm-hmm. you can't take the same one again. You you have to you yeah, have to You do it actually, and,
2: yeah, actually you start you can rack them up. Like, yeah, you, you can you can change you can, them up. It can really start to control how you role play and like it it is it, it it can be a problem. Like I yeah. I look at those lists and, and I'm like, okay, what if I had four four different compulsions on me? Which is something you can absolutely be rocking in the system. Man, that constrains the shit out of you. You are a weirdo.
0: Yeah. Yep. For a little while. Uh, but the cool thing is, if you role play your um, compulsion very well, you're rewarded. You're yeah. rewarded with composure. You'll actually, mm-hmm. if you as, long as you go along with it, you mm-hmm. could get become more able and to some, save of, it off some later. Of them are,
2: some of them are pretty harsh. Like mm-hmm. like you hunt now. You go hunt now. You go eat. Gots to go.
1: Yep. So uh, at least if you undergo one and you do it well, you can, that's sort of a, it, it's one of those mechanics where it's like, you failed now so you can succeed later sort mm-hmm. of situations, yeah. which yeah. that's, uh, I've, I've seen that cropping up in a lot of games. It's like, if you critically fail now, you gain some sort of chit that lets you, Automatically do mm-hmm. something or gain some benefit later, which I always like. the You failed, but at least you aren't just shit
0: yeah, out of luck. At, and that actually leads to the other thing you wanted to talk about the critical success and failure system. They have a new thing where uh, you can succeed, you can barely succeed, or I believe they call it uh, succeed, succeed at a cost. Yeah, succeed yeah, at a yeah. cost. Uh, which is if you fail, but if you're just one success short, you can go to the ST and say, hey, I want to succeed, but at cost, he will give you a negative consequence, mm-hmm. but you will succeed at whatever you did.
1: We should actually clarify one thing super quick. Um, There might be people who don't actually know Old Wad. Yeah. Uh, in Old Wad, you are rolling your dice pool, but instead of t- a singular, unlike in New Wad, where a singular success is success, mm-hmm. a, the target number you are attempting to hit is six, but there is a number of successes... That you have to achieve to achieve whatever it is you're doing. So, so it,
0: when we say difficulty, we mean number of successes you need to garner, not necessarily hit hitting the target number. So, yeah,
1: in this case, like two success, that's a pretty standard challenge. Mm-hmm. You roll, you roll a couple of dice, and if you get one, you know, success on this die roll, you can actually. You know,
2: you can you can you can you can shoot the guy, but you also trigger the alarm system or something. Yeah, something or, yeah,
1: or bad you clip happens. Fell out,
0: or you ran out of ammunition, or,
1: or you shot yourself. Yeah, right. somehow the, yeah. through the ricochet,
2: the gun jammed. Gun like. jams.
0: and the ST is fully within its ready to go. You can't succeed at cost at this point. We're not going to deal with that. Yeah. And we're just move it right along. Mm-hmm. Critical successes, which are getting two two tens on a roll. towel. There's messy criticals, mm-hmm. which is if you roll one of those one of those two tens Mm -hmm. is off the hunger die it's called messy which means you you, part of your vampiric nature has taken over Mm -hmm. and you've done you've succeeded Mm -hmm. let's let one of the interesting examples is you find the book you were looking for but you were so like hyper focused and savage to find the book you've ripped the entire bookshelf apart but you find the book and that it's it's or you killed a bouncer, but you snapped him in half and his bones are everywhere and he's a very obvious corpse just right there in like front that,
2: of you. Like that that's a something that was done by bare hands that couldn't be done by bare hands. Yeah, or normal some, people
1: can't do that. This is a masquerade breach, yeah, like exactly. or something like that. Like
2: your your vampire powers, like your nature as a vampire just manifests itself in some way. Yeah. And hurrah. Um so, hunger is bad.
1: Critical
0: failure is more about rolling zero successes uh on it. Um, and then I believe it is roll once. That's right. A
1: single one in this case will basically, it's like a stun. You lose your next turn, mm -hmm. which is Absolutely meaningless in a non turn based system and mm. it acknowledges that, which is fine. But things scale up immediately if you do if you get two ones on the hunger dice uh-huh. specifically. Oh, it's on the hunger it's dice? on the
0: hunger dice. That stuff you're talking about is all based on the hunger dice. So if you roll ones on your hunger dice, you can you can critically fail, and that can lead to the getting stunned and the compulsion stuff.
1: So, so. does rolling a one on the hunger die but still having successes elsewhere, does that do you still just succeed then or is that Yeah, you still
0: succeed yeah. because you
1: rolled successes. Successes always trump
0: uh, ones in the system. Mm -hmm. There is no... Adding, subtracting. Yeah, the cancel
2: stuff. out. The cancelling out was Oh my god, it was I good didn't garbage. like it. It's didn't silly. Like it at all. It's
0: silly. We've moved on from that. It's just a silly place. Hey, cool. you,
1: you succeeded, except you totally didn't succeed. Ha mm. um, They
0: also clarified more about hunger. It's a little simpler a little more direct. When you want to use blood to do anything, heal yourself, get stronger, use one of your disciplines, that kind of stuff. It's just called calling on the blood. And when you do it, you have to make a hunter, hunger roll, which is you roll uh, at least 1d10. Uh, and a one through three, you'll add one to your hunger track. If you roll four to ten, you, you don't add it. Anything. I believe a yes. hunger
1: roll is always a single die, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yes of
0: hunger roll specifically. now hunger in your track will increase and that adds
1: dice to your rolls.
2: Well, right. it doesn't add dice to your rolls. It replaces, it replaces dice, dice with hunger dice. Yes, you right. are correct. And, for
1: and leading, leading to the higher opportunity for critical failure or messy criticals. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or, or compulsions. Or, or compulsions or stuff like that. Whereas the hunger checks are just a singular die you, did, you, you did, roll. You
2: did a thing, roll die, go. It's very simple. It, it it works.
1: Yeah, it, it works okay. Uh, I can see that I, I, my concern is still that hunger is going to be Still, kind of like welcome to the new blood. It's mm-hmm. you know it, this is the thing you're watching. It's I. They talked about wanting to not have to do so much maintenance in and yeah. watching a track, but it, the way this reads, uh, basically anything gives you hunger. Like be anything
0: va- vampiric will will basically give you attempt to give you hunger. So
1: I I think they're gonna need to probably figure out some way to maybe. You know, maybe burn. I mean, burning composure. I believe can yeah. can can Stave
0: force off. It staves off compulsions that come from hunger, but it can't really stop w- the
1: greater excesses
0: of hunger itself.
2: Yeah, hunger is still going to be a thing. The only thing that reduces hunger is blood.
1: Yep. Yeah. And in this case, I mean, they have also lightened up on how to reduce hunger. The feeding mm-hmm. chart is way more... Le- yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's more lean- comprehensive. It's mm-hmm. comprehensive and a little more lenient than mm-hmm. before. But I still think that... I mean, hunger is supposed to be omnipresent, and I understand <laughs> yeah. that. But... I foresee it may be
2: mean bogging some things. Stuff it may down. bog you down.
1: It may actually just bog you down to where, you know, it's
0: more, it's, it's a more random blood pool. That's what it is now. Yeah. It, it's it looks I, I, more I, like I, a random blood pool. It,
2: I mean, it, I think, I think it's more something that you just kind of have to always be aware of, mm-hmm. which I think um, is
0: what their goal is. It but really whereas, is.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, in some ways, blood pool, Blood pool was something that you don't necessarily needed to be constantly aware of because it was very objective. Mm -hmm. It was, oh, I've got four, I've got five, I've got whatever. And I know when the thresholds of danger zone mm -hmm. is. I
1: genuinely foresee a situation, though, because this is just how these things go, where it's Mm -hmm. just like, okay, something's important is happening right Mm -hmm. now. We've been in a prolonged situation, and very suddenly your entire coterie is spazzing the fuck out because Mm -hmm. everyone just happened to screw up a role. And, like... Man, we everyone's just acting like a lunatic while we're trying to do something. Yeah. So or oh man, we should probably go do this infiltration we have to go do, or we have to go meet this person or do whatever the do whatever mm-hmm. it is vampires are doing tonight. But it's like, oh man, we better go all feed. Mm-hmm. So there's gonna need to be an abstraction. For feeding, there's gonna, mm-hmm. there just has you have to have it. There, the system's going to need a way to say, yes, roll some dice. You go do that. Reduce your hunger, but so that this next scene actually doesn't, you know, and yeah. fly up, off the handle. Go turn into goofy time. You yeah, know?
0: which is which is I think not a bad thing. I think Scott's right. I think it being an ever present thing that you have to constantly manage is part of the shtick. That is what you need to keep going and they have said repeatedly we want to make hunger a very uh obvious thing that you have to manage
1: and i appreciate that but i also take absolutely no enjoyment in the role play around hunting mm-hmm. so I, can see that. I take no pleasure in it it's 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 basically like role to eat food to me like yeah. it's all it's, well
0: there's an added little binny, and if you want to you want to they do explain they don't give a lot of hard mechanics but they do explain that feeding from people will give you small benefits to skill rolls, attributes, discipline yeah. uses, right. a whole gamut of things. Basically, you can even temporarily get merits yeah. based off of it.
2: Well, I think that's that's kind of going to be a problem for you, Brian, because they've made it pretty clear that they want hunting and feeding to be present.
1: I know. That's why I'm, you know, I'm hoping that they also have the, the little box to the side where it's just like, if this isn't your stick here's how you abstract out this whole thing or I'll just write it myself because or I, have-
0: or I if I was to run it and I knew players were like we don't need to role play through every single feeding mm-hmm. I'd be like okay occasionally I will make you role play through one but most of the time I probably will and
1: here and here's the trade-off right It's like okay well you can roll these sets of dice to say you lo- you go you feed. You just don't happen to get any of those benefits for doing. Oh, it. Yeah. and I yeah, think that's that, 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 that would be, a be a fra- way of doing I it. think that's a fair trade off. It's like, well, you can either go get the Benny by actually playing through this sort of thing, or you can say you go do that because you just, you're probably you're yeah, you're not stupid. You will likely succeed at what you're trying to do.
2: Yeah, no, that 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 makes sense. Um, another big thing that they actually put some, some mechanics behind is humanity.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. yes.
2: Which is, I believe we mentioned last time, it was just kind of perfunctorily mentioned. So but they give it some teeth.
1: Still uh-huh. still track of 10. It's still... Yeah. They, we were really wondering, because they seem to be really, just really have a hard-on for the number five in this one. So we were yeah. like, is it only going to be five levels? But no, it starts at seven, just like always. Um, it go. They have some... Vi- now neatest thing that they did was every character of character creation has three Mm touchdowns now touchstones in this case are people that mortal people mortal people that you knew in your life which or
2: mortal people that you knew in your life or that have some significance to you like Say you're you were a you were a it uh, could be Pat Benatar. I yeah, mean it if, be Pat, if it could you be were, Pat Benatar or well, the, the the example that made me interested, like if you were a police officer in life and your touchstone could be a police officer that you have a particular connection to. Right. You might not have known them in life, but they have a job or a function in society that you resonate with yeah, it might because be the, of your time. It in might life. be
1: the beat cop where your where your haven is and mm-hmm. you just know this guy's a good guy. Mm-hmm. So but really what the touchstone, said, like, what it really boils down to is if anything happens to that person that in any way changes them, harms them, or makes them stop doing the thing that you like about them as a vampire, you're going to lose humanity.
2: Especially yep. if you're the one responsible
1: And for if that. you're responsible for them, it's way worse. Yeah. yeah. So at the very least, over the course of a, a whole chronicle, you can expect to lose probably... W- two-ish points of humanity due to something happening to your touchstones because that's what they're there for. They're there to make Mm -hmm. you more vampiric. And
0: that's what I like about it. It it made an intrinsic emotional vulnerability and it forced the player to go, you are a person, you are a vampire in a human society. You have to deal with humans. On some level you need to deal with them
2: it's interesting because that is very much a wraith move uh <laughs> wraith wraith dealt with that issue with by having fetters um now these are much narrower than fetters are because fetters could be like places or things or uh um things like that in addition to being people uh but you know these these have to be living mortals um and yeah i mean that that opens up a lot of of Room for fuckery, uh, yep. because it's it's more than just the, the general general adage of if you want to fuck over over a vampire you go for their blood like you fuck with their feeding you fuck with their 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 blood their influences their influences their whatnot but this opens up a very specific means of fucking over your enemies
1: so and in this case like it is an insurance that if you you know mm-hmm. for example if a vampire turns a mortal they do lose one humanity just by doing so. Mm-hmm. For and also, for example, a great m- moment that you're probably going to have to run into, one of your touchstones is going to die. Mm-hmm. Do you turn them because you care? Guess how much that's going to cost you. That it's going to cost, cost you a whole. Bunch. I believe that's three whole humanites right yeah, there. Um, just ugh.
2: well, that I mean, that's that that's a weird thing because it's so like, you literally become a different person because of that act. Right, you like drop you,
1: down three points of humanity, putting you at four humanity. If you're just baseline so even, guy, yeah.
2: Even if you had a if you had a relationship with that person, uh, like if they knew who you were and they interacted with you, the threshold of how you were before you did that and how you are now is going to be drastically different. Yeah, because and, you just did you you yeah. did something to you.
0: Yeah, and, and and they added some more teeth to humanity other than that, which is there's actual mechanical uh, uh, sort of modifiers.
2: Mm-hmm. so It's tied to frenzy.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's tied to frenzy and, and it's tied rules. to social, mm-hmm. modal social interactions. So the lower your humanity, the lower your, you get bigger penalties I for believe, dealing with
1: I it. believe it starts actually penalizing you around five. It gets mm-hmm. to a negative five, one. Five, four, three, two, and
0: one. And,
2: okay. actually, and actually, that's that's actually one of the clugiest parts of these alpha rules uh, because the humanity system introduces the only thing that changes your die target number.
0: Yeah, it's really weird. It's, it's written. I think it was, kind of, I really think it was like, like one of those last minute slap on, we need mm-hmm. something, let's just do I, what we think is I right. I think
1: what we're going to land, because uh, what what we're referring to is, if I'm reading this correctly, a frenzy roll is you and are rolling... Compo-
0: you roll composure, <laughs> but you, you, your target number is, is your humanity. But, but, but you're you, rolling under? But you need to roll under it to, to hit it. So the lower your humanity, the harder it is to get a success. Which mm-hmm. they
1: could have so easily just like... Said it's your humanity minus six. Yeah, or, or, some, or some number to, to as a target number, or, or not even changing do the Do some algebra. That's all you need yeah, to
2: do. <laughs> in, in a system that has a unified target number, anything that changes that target number is incorrect. Is, yeah, it's mm-hmm. wrong. Um, like, so,
1: yeah, it just needs to be a die pool that you have to get X number of successes. And there's going to come a point where, you know... Being it, an
2: inhuman monster is going to is gonna fuck your dick. It's
1: going to stop being possible to succeed, where you're just going to turn into an inhuman monster if your humanity is yeah. not enough. I
0: actually have rules for, for, for one scene. If you ever drop below one humanity, you actually have rules of, you can act like this mm-hmm. for one scene. You're relatively still you, but you're completely in frenzy. You get all these cool modifiers because you're completely crazy now. But, it, but then afterwards... Bye. Go yeah. away now. Well, it's, it's
2: basically you, you. It gives you a chance to set up your big blowout moment. So yes. you li-
1: you like, leaf on the wind.
2: Yeah, you yeah. Leaf, yeah. Basically, that's uh, like
0: yeah. All your all your attributes go to f- All your physical attributes go to five. All your discipline use is now free. Go ham. Get
2: get your get yourself in the position to do something big and epic and tragic. And, and then you're done.
0: Then you pull that trigger, and wow, you're a monster in the night then.
2: Yeah, I, I always like the concept of of uh, whites and in, uh, in Wasail, uh, particularly elders in Wissale, mm-hmm. Um, just because uh, they. I remember something that described it very beautiful. Uh, there's a movie, I believe it's called The Ghost in the Darkness, about a man eating lion uh, somewhere yes, yes, in yes, yes. Sub Saharan Africa. Uh, and they describe it a lot like that, because that thing is very intelligent, very deadly. Very scary, and that's how they describe elder whites because they are these very powerful individuals that are acting on pure animal instincts that can come at you at any time and wreak terrible havoc. So in the
0: pre-alpha, they did have a few potency rules that Mm -hmm. they kind of sort of slapped on the end. Mm -hmm. They did not introduce those here. Now, what I'm interested to see is if with the addition of the new humanity rules, Mm -hmm. if we get sort of like the beta, eventually get Mm -hmm. the beta rules, we will see them latching some humanity rules on top of being, have a higher potent blood potency, essentially. yeah i will
1: be uh, a, a lower generation. And I'd be much more interested to see that modifying your target number for a frenzy check. Yeah. Very, like, the more potent your blood is, the harder to resist. Mm-hmm. Figure out a way to make those numbers interact with each other. It'll be, yeah. I think that'd just be a better way to do it all um, together than completely altering the die mechanic that is the mm-hmm. core mechanic of the system.
2: And they also have disciplines. Uh, yes. Not all of them. Um, they pretty much kit you out to be able to play a Gangrel an Nosferatu or a Bruja
1: yes um, um, the
2: Tordor
0: mysteriously missing yeah because
2: <laughs> they were rapey
0: yeah it's true they're probably just tweaking them to make it man there's some they need please go back over your rules there's some there's some bad ones there's, well, there's some inconsistencies they're
2: alpha on. there's a are alpha rules they're open to open to feedback and you whatnot. should in fact <laughs> I send them to, an email yeah. about
1: <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade mm-hmm yeah, and they're they're, they're, they're good too.
0: Um, actually, one of the cooler ones for discipline stuff is Quell the Beast, which used to be almost like you could only target other vampires with mm-hmm. it, or maybe other supernaturals with like a like a frenzy mechanic mm-hmm. can target normal humans, and you can make them basically not—they're not, not going to listen to you, but they're more sub- they're docile. Yeah, they're more docile to you. And I'm like, that's cool. That's interesting because a vampire power that only works on a vampire is neat and interesting, but it loses its utility if I'm mm-hmm. mostly hanging around people normal
2: people. No, it's interesting. The the disciplines that they had are interesting. Um, The compulsions, the clan-specific compulsions, they only had them for Gangrel, Nosferatu, and uh, Bruja. Um, I do what I want. I do what I want. Yeah, yeah, Bruja, very much I do what I want.
0: Um, Um, A couple other things, since we're sort of moving on to different things mm -hmm. that they've added. Um, The attributes have been Broken back down to the nine base components. Oh, really? Thank, yes. Oh,
1: yes. They're back to the standard, huh. the standard nine. array of nine things plus the skills you know
2: and love. I guess I skimmed over that part. <laughs>
0: uh, they've added a little something for skills. If you have a uh, four in a skill, you get a specialization. At five, you get another specialization, and some skills are inherently
1: specialized. So, like, like they're a lock. Thing yeah, like yeah. once you've chosen it, you pick the specialty yeah. and nothing else. Got and
0: it. that just gives you an extra die. Uh, what they took from Chronicles of Darkness is the virtue vice system. Yes. yes,
1: yeah, I saw that, and I believe in going with the vice gives you one willpower, while going with the virtue restores all. Yes, Obviously, does. difficulty scales accordingly.
0: Yeah, and they're not obviously not tied to the direct uh, seven deadly sins or anything like that. They're, they're yeah, they are descriptors of what is your higher and lower natures.
1: Right, and like you know these these are really good opportunities, like to be virtuous. Would be like I don't know, like dive in front of something. To so stop how how, how do
0: you guys want to talk about something real quick?
1: Oh, are you going to talk about damage? No, we're going to talk
0: about um, initiative. I, oh didn't yeah, I didn't read the initiative I didn't really look okay, so that. explains so your it to me <laughs> Initiative is now your wits plus your combat skill that you are going to use at the beginning of of the fight so if you're like um, I'm going to, I know you're going to shoot a guy. You mm-hmm. can use your firearms. If you know you're going to punch a guy, you can use brawl. I don't,
1: I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about all that, man. Like, it gets it a is- little
0: weird because you're like you have to preemptively sort of understand everything, and it's just you going first. White
1: Wolf really every once in a while, someone at White Wolf gets in their head that initiative needs to be determined. Like everyone needs to know exactly what they're doing at the beginning of every single round, mm-hmm. as if to force. That sort of thing. I don't know. Maybe they have this bug up their ass about like people changing their what they're up to during mm-hmm. the course of a comet. They don't. Yeah, like that happens that. a
2: lot.
0: Yeah. That's why uh, the uh, W twenty book that we when we play our werewolf game because that's mm-hmm. the base rules that we use actually has the most. It is the hardest and but the most comprehensive initiative system, which is you start the lowest and everyone declares what they're doing and, and then, then you, you go you, back down. Then you go back down
1: and, and you that's do what it. and that's basically what it's been since. Time in memoriam, essentially, yeah, and like it that's works. what it's always been. It kind of works. I mean, it, it works. It's an extra well enough. layer of act. It's an extra like thing you're doing. To- it works well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. I, I still think. I still just think wits and or dexterity should be your number, and that's your number. If you don't yeah. have one of those, it's fine. Maybe wits plus composure or dex plus composure, depending if that like, if that's a thing. That way, higher composure is another yeah. a benefit. I, I think that's just a better number to do.
0: They want people who are people who are geared towards combat to probably have an advantage in combat if they're doing their combat thing. I get where they're going with it. It's just um it's just where it's, I don't know what weapon I want to really use. Kludgy mm-hmm. Because you have to understand what you're doing before you're going to. do
1: But it. but you know here's the thing. It's like well I'm going to throw a knife, so I guess it's you know Dex plus athletics anyway. So I guess my athletics determines whether I goes for whether I go first, right? Yeah. Like that. It, it's like a natural Im, imbalance in it because like a firearm skill doesn't do the same oh, thing that an athletics. We're
0: Dex is still God's that. Oh, because yeah. to hit somebody is still Dex plus whatever you're doing, and Dex handles all your dodge stuff, and so. Strength doesn't come into it, um, so you want a high dex for everything. Also, guns are really, really powerful.
1: Although, because of how damage works on a vampire, it's not as big of a deal. Yeah.
0: The superficial damage is basically bashing, Mm -hmm. but the advantage now that vampires have with superficial damage is they automatically, regardless, they have the superficial damage. So they're extremely tough against most situations.
1: No, that's... I mean, they still only have, like, I believe... Five plus stamina boxes, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you can actually be a pretty a a real tough dude, and you can I believe you can armor lets you reduce aggravated to superficial. Yes, that's
0: what it lets you do. It starts letting you convert aggravated to superficial, and then you have the superficial. Superficial. Yeah. Um. So, and that's before you start adding uh, fortitude. What they have added, interestingly enough, in combat is a crit system. Basically, as when all of your health boxes are checked off. Um, you're gonna start taking critical damage, and that's where you're in the potentiality Very of dying fantasy to um, Very fantasy flight games. Very fantasy flight games. And you take negative two on all your rolls. That's what the first level of the forward two power do is. Says if you're if you take that negative two, you don't take it anymore. You still suffer critical effects, but you aren't as in- hindered as you normally would be.
1: Yeah, basically, once all your boxes are filled, everything goes to everything starts being becomes ag. Search
0: converting to AG if you have. If you don't, if you still have some superficial, and then every time you take damage, you'll roll a die, add the number of AG you just took. And that's your critical table, and you're gonna take, you're gonna lose eyes, you're gonna lose limbs, you're gonna potentially die. Which I
1: think is actually, I've always found that to be kind of cool. I mean, as a vampire, you can actually really get down with the my eye just got ripped out. Or, I'm mm.
0: actually a hundred percent behind this crit table because it does stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, I just lost an arm, and I have to wait for it to grow the hell
1: back. Which can introduce some very interesting roleplay moments because it's just like very suddenly your your arms lopped off at the elbow. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how it actually lands out in terms of an actual, because we all know that in world, of, in, especially in vampire, you, it's, you can fight, but you really need to exhaust a series of options mm-hmm. before you do fight. Right.
2: Well, it's the idea that, you know, you're an immortal creature and why would you put your immortality on the line? Um, in some respects,
0: vampires are more yeah. afraid of their life than a normal person. Yeah. Because I mean, they don't deal with death on a daily, nightly basis anymore. Yeah,
2: I mean, if 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 everything goes right, you might you might live until the sun goes out. In which case, yay! <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, now Ooh. everything else is dead. <laughs> oh, no.
0: Oh, I'm going to go to sleep now. Or go crazy. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. But then we're vampires in space, and yeah.
0: Uh, wow. There, okay. There's some fan fiction. So...
2: I recently had an in-play conversation about vampires in space because it, it like, people, like, because I, I play a really old guy in the cam game, and people, like, showing me moon landing uh, photos, and I was just astounded, and we got onto the topic of, uh, like, vampires in space, mm-hmm. and, I, and, like, it, it, all the weird theoreticals is like, so because vampires go to sleep during the day, if you're in a spaceship, when do you go to sleep? Because night and day are no longer a thing. Yeah, because it's based on the the rotation. The physical the
0: Earth. and the metaphysical start yeah, butting like,
2: well, how, heads. How, how, very how
1: avoid... Also, it's very hard to avoid the rays of the sun while you're in space.
0: Yeah,
2: exactly. Well, the, I mean, you can actually. Be...
0: That's what you want to do all the time. Yeah, exactly. Don't look but, out a window. That's all you have to do. Yeah, cause...
2: well, I mean, it's just you know, you, you put yourself in a little little steel box that has no wind, ha, has no access. But it's it's the metaphysics of it. It's weird. Like, you have to wait till you get to the moon in order for it to be a night and a day again. Uh,
0: another slightly grognardy thing, uh, multiple actions. Uh, Celerity does not give you multiple actions, everyone. Good. Good. Multiple uh, it,
2: actions it bogs.
0: It just bogs everything down. What it does is they have something called multiple actions is splitting your uh, pool of successes. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, I want to punch both of you guys right now, I'd roll my Dex Plus Brawl, but I would use my pool to split my successes between you.
1: The Do extra success, like... How much do extra successes translate into damage then? One one. Okay, so One-to-one successes beyond the number they rolled in their defenses still. Okay. But
0: you've got to remember, this is similar to how what, we, what we've we discussed before with Subnet and the exchange system. Mm. If I'm attacking you,
2: you, y- can attack you
0: can, you're attacking me. So I could di- hurt myself tremendously if you guys roll really well on mm-hmm. the blowback. Now, there is an action where you can dodge, mm-hmm. which says, hey, I'm going to do no damage to you, but I'm going to be... Uh, Super defensive. Super defensive and be able to not take damage. And celerity actually helps you with initiative, uh, being defensive, and it helps you at the higher levels with firearms. So if you're really good at shooting people, Mm -hmm. um, which guns, again, are very, very good uh, because they'll give you bonuses. Actually, what happens is if if you're being fired upon or attacked, if you don't have cover, they're going to get bonuses to hitting you Hmm. because you don't have cover. I mean, that's album.
1: pretty reasonable. The way uh, Newwad kind of handled it is like, unless you're within, you know, fist distance of mm-hmm. them, the bullet is, it's much more likely to hit you. Because, you know, dodging bullets is hard. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not really something people do.
0: And I think that's what the first level, what part of the first level of celerity power lets you do, is you can you can just start, dodge dodge gun- start dodging, actively dodging bullets. They don't
1: get that bonus against you if you're out in the open with gunshots, yeah. which, yeah, like, dude, immediate masquerade breach. Yep,
0: like, oh, holy yeah. Holy shit. Even though the first level of potence is like, this is supernatural mm-hmm. in its power.
1: I, which I, I think that's cool. I mean, it, it, should be, it should be hard. It should be hard to do the super physical weird stuff without yeah you know. yeah, you can still call upon the blood to increase your
0: physicals physical attributes which are really good, uh, which is makes it a little bit better because the old system, if you had disciplines, you never wanted to do that but now it actually has a very functional extra die rolling or extra health levels or whatnot. Um. Wait a Anything else that we've want to talk about? I think that's mostly the meme. Yeah,
2: I didn't look over the scenario because apparently they updated the scenario. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: they have a lot of characters you can
2: play. There was going to be a Tampa by Night Big White Wolf convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, in two weeks. <laughs> um, but then some stuff happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is going to border into a little bit of political conversation. Yeah, well, real okay.
2: Quick. So apparently, like, I don't know the full details. Uh, but apparently the venue that they were going to run at had some association or they they were known to uh, have at that venue Nazis. Like, some some level of Nazis, uh, and whatever happened, it didn't get clarified or rectified fast enough for the uh, the people running the convention's taste, and they, they pulled out... And this happened a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't something that, like... They they waited till the last minute to do and Everybody's screwed, and and they did they did a lot of refunds. A lot of the hotels did a lot of refunds. Basically, it it it, it did pull the rug out of out from under it. And there was going to be an, there was going to be I believe more uh, alpha play testing there, mm. and there was going to be uh, LARP play testing there, uh, as well as like the Nordic style stuff. It was going to be going on there. I know Underground Theater had a couple events, uh, but the long and the short is that Nazis ruin everything. Don't be a Nazi. Yeah, don't be a Nazi. Let's, decrease, it, 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 let's let's turn turn let's turn down the Nazi dial in 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 the world. Just let, yeah. let's don't have a fascist frown. You know, I, I I I guess we have to accept like a, a low like simmer level of Nazism. Uh, you always. Will. I mean, it'll but, always be there. But right? let's let let's bring it let's bring it down. <laughs> and to, that just goes to show you businesses <laughs>
1: if you deal with Nazis. Mm-hmm. it's probably bad for business yeah. oh
0: and just like hunger from V5 you mm-hmm. can never really satiate uh, well,
2: I, well, wait, wait, hold on like, you, you can never really get rid of Nazis unless you kill them
0: Uh, actually but
2: no, is that what you're saying true? Matthew yeah maybe, maybe I don't know I think you, heard you heard it might it be all, yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first I don't kids. endorse anyone killing anyone
0: to the streets <laughs> to the streets <laughs> There's a, but it's always present that's my
1: big yeah, yeah, it, is, it is omnipresent and even if you and even if you kill one yep, they'll just come back tomorrow they'll
0: just come back tomorrow <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, I mean, uh, unless you guys have other things you want to talk about concerning V5, it looks really good.
2: It, it's definitely a big step forward it's, from the pre-alpha. It's shaping up. It's shaping up. I can't wait to see it evolve. Uh, I would like to play
1: some of that game, yes. Yes, it looks good.
2: I,
0: I, maybe I'll think about it. Maybe we'll do that for either extra content or maybe an episode coming up within a month or two. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll have a quick little session, a sen- one little scenario, and see how it plays out.
1: Yeah, um, once... I dig it. Once creation rules are up and around. Yeah, oh,
0: that's another thing I wanted to mention. These rules do not have character creation rules in them. You can extrapolate
1: some stuff. Which, having extrapolated from just the pre-alpha, it's pretty stock standard World of Darkness loadout. Like 7-5, yeah. I believe it's seven, seven five, five three. 5 3 not, And the, whatever, the 14. 13-9-5. 13, nine, five, 13 nine, five, I believe. Or that, 11 nine, five, one of the two. And then, you know, your standard number of humanity. Uh, Composure is still a... a still... Still weird Unknown, but I believe it looked like it was it was wits actually or uh, tied directly to stats. I gotta look at the sheets
0: more. Willpower and wits are still nebulous to how much you actually start with because the some of the characters in the scenario some are like stock standard starting ones, others are more powerful, but you don't you don't know kind of where they changed where, up,
1: where that number comes from yeah, necessarily.
0: There's nothing derived off of it. Um, which is okay. I'm hoping we'll get like a version 2.0 alpha eventually and they'll have a little more character creation, maybe a few more disciplines, more of these clan specific compulsions so we can actually start like getting into the weeds of what this is all shaping up to be Mm -hmm. like Yeah. so we
1: can really run it through its bases. Also, I really want to know who all is going to be in there. What clans are going to make it in? Are they going to go all? I think think it's going it's
2: going going to be the core seven Camarilla. Yeah. Um and uh, with more to come, like you know, coming along. along with Sombra and Zemisi coming along with Samat, and then the independents, you know, whatever. I, yeah, I love. There's
0: uh, an anarch in there. there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Most of the anarchs most of the characters are Anarchs. I mean, if it's, no,
1: it's no surprise. I have a huge boner for the Ravnos. I love them. Like, I just yeah, it'll love... be interesting. Because, they need some tweaking because I think. this
2: still is in continuity. It is still in continuity. And uh, technically, the week of nightmares has still happened. But uh, there are still some ones left. There's still out. some left. There may there may be some. And
1: if you it, to get real crunchy about it, mm-hmm. reading in the, gro- uh, the the clan book Ravnos in the sec- in the mm-hmm. f- final o- edition of Old Wad did, does take place actually after the week of it nightmares, does, yeah. and it's from the perspective of a Ravnos trying to figure out just what the hell happened.
2: Yeah, yeah. So
1: it's now it talks about a cultural shift afterwards mm-hmm. of the new Rav what the new Ravnos are versus the ones that were from before because mm-hmm. some did survive.
2: Yeah, well, and it, and it also opened up uh, the history of the Ravnos because. Um, you know, prior to the last, uh, the revised clan book, they still went on the, the, uh, the Ravnos are, are, uh, the not polite way of saying Rom, uh, Romani. Right, Um, but really, like... And they had
0: a direct tie with with Gangrel there, too. He wasn't his own Dantediluvian at the time. No, no, no,
2: no, no. It it gets convoluted, but it was basically... They they tied them more to India. Yeah, the Indian
1: caste system, and uh, it was a lot more about, actually, yeah the Middle East and India where the Ravnos sort Mm. of blossomed, and North Africa, which was a much more interesting take on it than you know that impolite word yeah. um so yeah I'm, I'm very interested to see where they do that but you know, I, you know but that, you know that's enough about that that's it's enough.
2: interesting well i mean it, it, what it'll be it'll be interesting if they do what they say they're going to do which is have people who come from the cultures uh that they're they're playing around with right The material.
1: Oh, that'd be great. So you know,
2: having having a Ravno's book with a with a Romani writer or an Indian Indian writer, uh, or you know, any sort of any sort of that thing, that will be super interesting.
0: Yeah, that would give a lot more more authenticity to to the content that you're reading, and sort of give you the spark of uh, Mm -hmm. being genuine. Because you know
2: what, I'd rather something be culturally uh, culturally uh, correct. Uh, Than it be approachable to white people.
0: And actually, Absolutely. that's cooler yeah. because. make, I, make
2: uh, me work. I just, I need to work more. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe you didn't know the caste system was the thing.
1: Hey, did you know that some people in India still own slaves? It's a thing, guys. Yeah. Mm mm-hmm.
0: yep. It's a big problem. It's a big thing. It's a big political thing over there is trying to understand and sort of potentially do away with the gas system or at least try to bridge those gaps that have been around for a very long time
1: maybe I mean I, I, I'm i glad that if you can learn something from the game from the game you're playing and right? that's like, what
0: I like about it because if you're going to teach me teach me correctly mm-hmm. so that I have a broader understanding of what's going on because Ed- 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 edutainment, everyone.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only person who's like had a character from another country and actually done a lot of reading on that country oh, to yeah. make sure I understood what the hell I was saying and talking about as to not be a weirdo. Yep. Yeah. Um. So I think that's about it.
0: What we got for this episode. It's a good episode. We're running yeah, good on yeah. time.
2: Um. Absolutely. I mean, vampires a, is a good will to keep going back to just because it's it's so omnipresent, especially in Atlanta. Yeah. Um. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. Yep. yep. Looking forward to it.
0: Um. As always, as I said earlier, if you have any feedback, you want to give us an email, you want us to give us a talk, but to talk about, it's podcast at gmail.com. Uh. If you were also on Twitter, I am at bioimportance.
1: I'm at arduous r j u o u s. And I am at Divis Malkav.
0: Uh, also, we're also uh at polyhedron cast is also the twitter handle for the show at large i will i have been doing more tweeting out from there we are t- our numbers are
1: growing and i appreciate everyone listening absolutely yeah if you're if you're new to the podcast welcome aboard thank you for listening
0: yeah i mean please tell so tell your buddy get them hooked it's going to be a great time. We've got a lot of cool stuff planned ahead of time.
1: Also, we have a pretty sweet library of interviews with game developers. Yeah, we yep, actually
0: yep. do like at least a good five, if not six. I'd have to go yeah, back good. and get and the our, actual We're cap.
2: working on getting some more uh, because those are fun and interesting.
0: Uh, very informative. I always love learning, um, like, seeing the man behind the curtain. Absolutely. Uh, also, and it, please, uh, if you really like the show, there's a couple ways you can help out. Uh, one of the ways is if you're an iTunes, Stitcher, any way you're listening to this, Go, if they can review us, give us five-star reviews, give us five thumbs up, whatever.
2: It helps the, the visibility.
0: Yeah. Also, if you want to throw us some money our way, you can go to patreon.com slash polyhedron. Uh, and that way you can become one of our bosses and really help out the show and show us their support. Uh, I think I may be altering at some point in the future some of the stretch goals so that they reflect, like, trying to get a shirt made because yeah. Scott came up with a really good idea last time. I also, mean, I was, uh,
2: I was just funny and you thought it would be a shirt idea. Yeah. Uh, that's
0: how short ideas are made. Indeed.
2: <laughs> also,
1: uh, we're, of course, starting to, de- we're going to start developing patron-only content. So once, you know, mm-hmm. we have already, we do already have some, but we're not quite there yet.
0: Yeah, we're still working on it. And I know, and I just want to make it more appealing to those who do give us money to really feel like they're getting value out of their patronage. And we're working on maybe some let's plays of vampire actual uh, plays. Actual plays. Did I say live plays? Yeah, you
2: did. It's fine. I, it's fine. I you know what, term the terms, eh? Whatever. Use I actually term prefer you want. actual plays. That's what I yeah. meant to say. Or um, like, you know, live plays or whatever, whatever have you. But I'm, I'm definitely getting more of the, uh, the, the uh, storytelling bug. Mm-hmm. Like I want to run shit because um, I haven't in a while. Um, so yeah, look forward to that.
0: Yep. We're going to work on that. So from everywhere in here at Polyhedron, go where you fun is.
1: Go roll some dice.